0: Hey, it's your old pal Slim, and you're listening to Faves, an upbeat talk show about our favorite things. In this double-sized season finale, half-double-design owner and my lovely wife, Amanda, joins the show to answer your questions on marriage and parenting.
1: Fake it until you learn how to cope.
0: We get into scheduling, the five love languages, allowances, finances, cell phones, making time for each other and knowing when it's time for outside help. And don't forget to check out halfdoubledesign.com for Amanda's work. Enjoy!
1: It's like 7.30 on a Saturday morning when we're doing this.
0: We thought we were going to the beach today. (laughs) I specifically told my... Apex friends (laughs) that I was like I got a hard stop tonight. We're going to the beach tomorrow I gotta get up early to work
1: first beach day of the season. We love the beach.
0: I gotta get up early I gotta work in the morning before we go to the beach. I get I get my work done I get up at set my alarm for 530. Oh gosh start working rub my eyes for about 40 (laughs) minutes And then all right, I gotta get I gotta get our beach stuff ready. I gotta I gotta let me get my trunks put my trunks on I start filling up everyone's water bottles with ice and water. I'm about to go out to the Jeep, start getting the tent ready. And then you uh,
1: came upstairs. I
0: came upstairs Peeked to make me. sure you're awake. And then you come down and look at me. Uh, <laughs> Noticing
1: that you came up in your trunks. Did you, n- did you not get like... my text
0: last night? <laughs> uh, so apparently James has an upset stomach. Beach probably not a good idea if he's going to be nervous about finding a bathroom at various points of the day. Not good. Marriage and parenting episode <laughs> already off to a great start. We got a, we got a lot of letters to get to this it week. We
1: like perfect beach weather today.
0: Probably the most ideal beach day of the entire year.
1: Yeah, and we got poop mageddon upstairs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. Uh, first letter in to at gmail.com. from h Matt HH, and Parenting, Ep, questions. Can't wait to hear your episode. How do you motivate your kid? How do you deal with conflict and disobedience, timeouts, loss of tech toys? There's a lot of questions. We'll have to get to them one by one. That's a lot. Uh, how often do you get date nights? What do you usually do for them? Your favorite part of parenting. How do you communicate, keep track of schedules, messaging, Google Calendar? <laughs>
1: saw one email?
0: Yeah. Matt? And a uh, fave part of <laughs> hey, being married. So let's go one by one.
1: <laughs> what is How on? do you
0: motivate your child? Ugh. How do you keep James motivated?
1: He is pretty motivated on his own, unless it's something we need him to do, like mm-hmm. clean up something, right?
0: Clean up something or eat. Ugh. We just actually had a heart to heart last night about meals because Ugh. James refuses to eat anything but mac and cheese. And then we eventually acquiesce later in the night and then he gets like some kind of plan B meal like cereal or something or yogurt and some ranch weird <laughs> thing. He likes to eat.
1: Yeah. But sometimes he'll, that's the only way he'll settle for something healthy. Like if I, if we have, I don't know, like something, <laughs> what do we eat at night?
0: What do we eat? A lot of chicken. <laughs>
1: yeah let's say that he gets him, like chicken or something and he's like he's oh, not I not want that. There's then zero
0: chance of eating a regular chicken meal.
1: It's probably better off that he eats peaches and yogurt. It's probably healthier for him anyway. Anyway, how do we motivate James?
0: I think he's pretty motivated on his own. He is. We will we take part in his activities. We we ask him about soccer, hockey. Uh, if he wants to go sign up for something, we generally do it. Like he signed up for a ton of summer classes this year that he was interested in, cooking. He's been doing cooking classes yeah, this week at got the local center.
1: Cooking. He and up next, I think, is tennis. He's got a little mini tennis camp. He's got a uh, skateboarding mm. camp, which is going to be hilarious. He's never been on a skateboard, maybe once in his life, mm-hmm. and a soccer camp. So yeah, we uh, we're always there. I mean, even with your busy work schedule, you always make it to mm. his practices or whatever, unless it's on a Wednesday night when you're
0: in the city, right? And he he. One of his street friends, like he has this group of friends on our street called the Street Gang. I don't know how long they took figuring out that name, but (laughs) one of them has a lacrosse stick. So he's like jacked about lacrosse. We were trying to figure out where lacrosse was. We like just missed a sign up for a class uh, that he would have missed several more weeks of because he's going on a trip soon. So there's, I guess it's a fall sport. It's a spring spring sport,
1: but they had like a summer skills camp.
0: Which would have been helpful. Would have been perfect. Right. Um, so we're going to sign him up for that too. So we'll, I mean, he's going to have a ton of opportunities to find out what is going to keep him motivated. How do you deal with conflict and disobedience? <laughs> loss of tech toys. <laughs> this is like my biggest pet peeve.
1: Well, we've, we never did timeouts with James. Also, he's should probably, for anyone that doesn't know, James is eight years old, eight, eight and a half old. years old. Mm-hmm. And he does not have a phone. He does have a tablet. And he he's he's a pretty good kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like we don't have that many problems. It's just the typical stuff. Doesn't want to clean up. Doesn't want to do any kind of chores.
0: Although once he has his sights set on something, he's all about like cleaning the toilet or something. He gets
1: that from you. When he (laughs) wants something, man, when you want an Xbox, you will make spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) You will. You would probably scrub a toilet if I asked you to scrub a toilet.
0: I haven't been like that in a while, though. I, I think. Know. I've reined it in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, we've we've done some work on that. Right. But doing that work on an eight year old is not as easy mm-hmm. because when he wants something, so he he recently got into Apex Legends.
0: Yeah, he was into it like for a good period of two weeks, hardcore.
1: And he wanted to what buy a legend? Is that yeah. a thing? You buy a legend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like he had just spent his allowance money. <laughs> didn't have any more money because he also doesn't know how to save money and so he yeah he was he was like i'll i'll scrub toilets and i was like dude i just want you to clean the kitchen table off Like, <laughs> move your, <laughs> yeah. you have toys hot wheels on the table just just get rid of them and put your legos away He's, like, but i i'll scrub i'll scrub toilets and i'll i'll mop the floor and i'm like no you're not good at that stuff just <laughs> clean up your toys
0: how much does he get in allowance should talk about that
1: he gets $8 a week.
0: What does he do to deserve that? A
1: dollar for every year. See, I read, <laughs> I read a lot of articles about allowance before when he, when he said he wanted money. Because on one hand, giving them money every week no matter what makes them feel entitled. Like, oh, I just, I get money for doing mm-hmm. nothing. Because really they should be doing their chores to help out as a member of the household. So, if they're not helping out and you say, okay, well, then you don't get an allowance, then he could be like, all right, fine, I don't want anything this week. <laughs> so, it's really a lose-lose situation. So, I just have to remind him that he has to do a few things and he gets $8 every Saturday. Um, like, his, he gets a summer homework packet, so he has to do a little bit of that a week. And, yeah, he really failed on cleaning this week. We all did, though.
0: Mm. One of your uh, when you talked about uh, helping out as a member of the household reminded me of the love languages. <laughs> That's one of your love languages.
1: Acts of service.
0: Acts of service. Let's say uh, the five love languages. If you haven't, if you've never heard of that. I'm going bring that back to the marriage portion of this <laughs> show. <laughs> There's a quiz online that we've done um, that helps your partner kind of figure out how they should be doing their part of the marriage. And the five love languages are words of affirmation is one. So using words to build up the other person. Number two is gifts, uh, getting gifts for the other person. Number three is acts of service. So that's Amanda's love language. Four is quality time with each other. And then five is physical touch. So I highly recommend any wedded folk or partners to do that. Do that quiz. Very helpful.
1: Highly and for your kids too you can do there's no one for your kids
0: yeah.
1: and um, I think James James has came out to be acts of service but we are like no that's definitely not right for him because no. he definitely answered questions it should have been words of affirmation because if you tell him <laughs> so I, I did test this out for Valentine's Day um, I did it two years in a row well I did it the first year and the second year I didn't do it he was very very upset uh, I made 14 hearts and I wrote things on each one like um, something like, you know, you are so brave or you're such a good friend. You know, little blurbs like that. One you're on creative. each heart. And every night after he went to bed, I taped a heart with a blurb on it to his bedroom door and he was excited every morning to wake up and read these things. Like it made his day. Mm-hmm. The second year I didn't do it and he was like, I don't have any hearts. Where are my hearts? It's February. He was so upset. So I think that's going to be a yearly tradition. So his mm. is definitely words of affirmation. Yeah, I think so too. Um,
0: what is, oh, how often do we get date nights?
1: Oh, <laughs> it is rough. I would say once every two months.
0: Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's it's a. That's not
1: healthy. Guys, don't do that if you no. can avoid that. But we have like new schedules coming up once James is back in school. Uh, I'm no longer nannying, And so, like we can take like date lunches mm-hmm. or date breakfasts. So that's gonna should, be exciting.
0: We should talk about um the question a day book because, oh yeah, that was helpful because so we have this book, three hundred and sixty five pages. It asks each of us one question every day. and then there's like three sections, so you can repeat it for three years, the same question. And then I think one question this week was, what's one aspect of your relationship that you want to work on? And I think we both wrote date nights. <laughs> so depending on who writes it in first, like I try not to read Amanda's answer. If I'm because you the fill second. it out like once a month. <laughs> I've actually been getting a lot <laughs> I know, better. I know, I know, I know. I've been doing it almost every night for the past like a week or so. And I was pretty proud of myself. Um, so that has been hugely helpful, I think, for us. Mm. Um, because it gives you, it asks like pointed questions like, um, uh, what's the lowest point of your relationship? What's the highest point, you know? Oh what- yeah.
1: Some are really rough. I have to, I, I do it every morning when I make my coffee. Cause I, I keep it right on that counter and I change the date on the calendar and make my coffee and I read the question of the day. And sometimes I have to put the book down and be like, I need to come back to this because it's like a super intense question. Whereas yesterday's question was like what's your favorite flower? (laughs) It's very random.
0: Some of them are like, what's your favorite phrase or word to say? Um, So a lot of times I'll like read it and then kind of like laugh and think back to certain moments in our relationship. Um, And I feel like us saying even like two things that we do for our marriage is like, oh man, these guys have it together. Look at these (laughs) two things they're doing. You know, we've had help. Uh, we have. We have. getting uh to this point outside help
1: we've actually been to marriage counseling so maybe we are the people to ask
0: right <laughs> right maybe we can <laughs> help mentor and i feel like that's another i don't know if people really talk about that stuff
1: it's very taboo it's very like what is wrong in your relationship
0: right so we, but
1: actually i think in uh i i bought michelle obama's book but I haven't got to read it yet, but I think her and Barack went to ma- marriage counseling and she kind of talks about that really? too. Really? Mm-hmm. hmm Try and break the stigma.
0: Yeah. And honestly, if you have health insurance, it was like, for $6 us, a session. $6 a session for a joint session and you can still do solo mm-hmm. sessions, uh, which I also highly recommend <laughs> should you feel the need to rise, which was also cheap. I think I remember every solo session I was cutting a check for $6.50. $6. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, how much is it this time? <laughs> Every time. And he'd how like put his it? glasses on. Oh, you know what? I think it's uh, 6 <laughs> Oh, great. Uh, what's your favorite part of parenting? Oh. We have a lot of letters to get to and we're still... On the
1: 1st on the first, on
0: the first <laughs>
1: letter. <laughs> James is gonna wake up, come down, tell me how many times he pooped in the middle of the night and we're gonna have to pause.
0: <laughs> he's gonna come down and he's gonna be upset that no one woke him up because oh, be he sad. hates coming downstairs by himself.
1: My favorite thing is seeing our good traits come out in him because we also see the negative ones when I see his short temper come out. Like I know that that comes from me and it makes me sad. But then when, when we're sitting down eating something and he like looks at me and makes this mocking chewing face or he's just like making fun of me for no reason. It cracks me up. So he is, the perfect combination of you and I, mm-hmm. good and bad. Right. And I like seeing those good parts. What I about
0: think you? I, I, his like first hockey class, I think I remember just like opening. You're probably the, sobbing me. Sobbing during the weeping. entire time. Because I love seeing him, <laughs> you know, try new things and then succeeding at them and having fun at it. Because I think that's like super difficult to do. Yeah. As a kid or an adult. And seeing something, seeing him do something that I loved was just so immensely rewarding and i knew like full well going into it like i even told myself several times like um prepare yourself you know this isn't going to be this might not be his thing take for what it is it could last like a week could last a month could last the rest of his life so i just tried to take it every day as at a time um you know which is another part of counseling <laughs> so pro, pro tip if you have been curious <laughs>
1: At the same time, though, watching him do something new is also, I think, it's 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 exciting for you, but it's terrifying for me because I remember like being a kid and like I don't know, just like not being good at things. Like I was not a sports kid. Eventually, I did end up playing soccer. I was not good at it, but my parents did encourage me to do it, and I don't know. I just like fear for the worst for him. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's my own issues. Maybe I should see a counselor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The part, I played soccer as a kid and I didn't like it because they did shirts versus skins. And I was like super, super apprehensive about taking my shirt off when I was a kid. Hence the slim nickname. You were a facket. The ironic slim nickname.
1: That's terrible.
0: But James doesn't eat, so he's thin as rails.
1: Also, they would not do that anymore. And if they did, I would throw a fit.
0: Oh, their Facebook would be lit up.
1: Oh, lit.
0: Lit up. Uh, last one for Matt, and then we got to move on. How do you c- communicate, keep track of schedules? Um, we did, did you check the
1: calendar? Oh,
0: my God. You talk about <laughs> passive aggressive. God forbid I ask Amanda what time something that's coming up starts or what date it's on. Or where it is. Uh, did you check the calendar? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. There was one time I was supposed to schedule... One time, The one time it worked in my favor.
1: It's happened like twice. I, two <laughs> times that I can remember.
0: And I didn't toot my own horn. I knew it wasn't the right time. <laughs> I was able to gauge the situation, but I was going to see a friend of mine for a podcast episode in New Jersey, uh, which might be next season down the line, um, in the morning. And I think it was like the night before. I, I, We were talking about it. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to take James with me I'm going to leave around lunchtime. And you're like, what? (laughs) And then you're like, I have a show tomorrow. (laughs) And I was like, like? "Uh, what? I, this is in, this is in the calendar. And she's like, did you check the calendar? (laughs) I'm like, actually I did. It's not there. And you like got quiet for a second. And then I think you added it to some like solo calendar or some rando. (laughs) I forgot
1: to invite you to the event. So So that's that.
0: Google calendar is big for us. Big Uh, Next letter, Mikey P. Sliminity. I get the sense you both have an open and honest dialogue about all things. Creative goals, parenting decisions, financial deliberations. There seems to be a meeting of the minds before setting a course. Was making time to communicate to each other something you do naturally or something you had to work on? Is there anything available you find difficult to discuss with each other? Who is Amanda's favorite Apex Karen character? (laughs) Hugs, Mikey P.
1: Uh, I like the legend that lives in the trash can on Thursday mornings (laughs) or Wednesday nights (laughs) when I tell you, uh, I think there's an apex legend in the trash can down by the curb wanting to go pull him back. (laughs)
0: It's the uh, smartest way to get me to (laughs) clean up or do trash. You name it. Uh, Uh,
1: I hear Mirage is pretty great.
0: James loves Mirage. Was making time to communicate to each other something you do naturally or something you had to work on?
1: it's definitely something that we worked on. Mhm. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know. I mean, well, we we started out, okay? And then I don't know, I guess it was just something that we
0: lost. Lost along the way.
1: We settled in and uh forgot to do it or just didn't focus on it and then something that we strengthened later.
0: Mhm. With help. Yes. Um And I think we got, I don't, I think we got lucky with the place we went to.
1: Extremely lucky.
0: She was pretty good marital counselor, a therapist. And then there's two in there. We like never would have got to where we are now without outside help. I don't think. Uh -uh. Period. From that, like that was a period of time. And now we kind of have like the, the tools to communicate better.
1: Yeah. But don't like, if it's something you're thinking about going to a counselor like if you don't like them don't stick around because you feel bad or like you're you know just maybe a few more sessions like if you don't like him get out and find someone else Mm -hmm. they will not be offended but yeah she even said that to us like several times yeah
0: and you tried
1: I saw someone else not in that uh, area because there was two there was two people in that office And the one did our joint sessions and she said she would see me for like one or two, but she recommended having a separate one. And Mm -hmm. I went and looked for, I, I went to one who was like, she was so strange, very, very strange. And like when I was talking to her, she like she'd never met you didn't know you and she like insulted you in a weird way and i was like what and then she she wore a baseball cap and she just she told me three times in the first session that she had like a brain injury and she's like i'm so sorry like I'm very light sensitive so i have to wear this this baseball cap yeah. i hope it's okay and i was like okay that's okay and she's like have you ever had a brain injury and i'm like no she's like okay and like 20 minutes later she would remind me again like "Wow, well, yeah i had a brain injury and i'm like okay <laughs> i get it um Thank you. Here's your check. I will never see you again. Here's your
0: 650. <laughs> so, Don't spend it all in one so place.
1: So <laughs>
0: <laughs> I looked out with the my solo fellow. He'll be invited to any kind of parties we have in the future.
1: That'd be weird. <laughs> 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 Let's not do that.
0: Is there anything you find difficult to discuss with the other? Money. Uh, you love talking about money. Most financial.
1: Yeah, most situations. couples fight over financial stuff. And <laughs> we were out to, we were out to breakfast yesterday. <laughs> and you're like, you know what I want to buy?
0: <laughs> I don't know if I started I started in some way that you always get nervous at. Or I, I think or, I can't remember what I was saying, but it was like, you know what I've been looking at?
1: Yeah. Something so I'm like looking somewhere. around online and, and then uh, you're like,
0: oh God. You
1: know what I've seen? I saw these uh, free weights, and uh, you, know, you put them in, and then it does this thing, and then you put it back, and then it does this thing. They're kind of expensive, <laughs> maybe sometime down the line. And then we went to Target, and you were like, let's go look at the TVs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which you allowed, you didn't even say anything. Uh, yeah. You didn't say like, we're not buying a TV today, we don't need a TV <laughs> right now, where are you gonna put that TV?
1: Because I know, like I, it's we've done it enough times where, like you already know the answer. Mm-hmm. So I'll I let me, you poke I'm and prod and make all yeah. the spreadsheets that you want. <laughs> it's not happening, and I had to remind you that. Literally, like two weeks ago, a neighbor of ours put out a free, like a bench, a weight bench, oh, for yeah. just he was like throwing it away, and you were like, "Uh, can I take this?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure." So you scored this free, which would have been what, like at least three hundred dollars, something like that, weight bench.
0: Been using it every other day. <laughs> but pumping.
1: We've tried. We've tried spreadsheets. <laughs> I've tried spreadsheets, tracking our spending, financials.
0: Probably the worst day every month is when <laughs> you talk that we need to like review the spreadsheet from the previous month, and I have like a. I have ended up setting some ground rules because <laughs> you used to just send screenshots of like billing statements. And random charges that you wanted explanations on—you didn't know what they were. So just imagine you getting a screenshot of like a vague charge on the bill on the on your bank account with like a question mark. I don't need to see that. Like I'm, I'm going through enough stress right now. I don't need these questions about three ninety nine charges or whatever. No, so, it's you not- know what I mean. So I was just like, let's wait until I come home. We'll have a day or a period of time where we can chat about it. Maybe there was a seventy dollars charge. I don't know.
1: But sometimes there are larger ones and the reason that I would do that is because I was afraid because my card has been stolen twice now? At least twice. So like, ugh, like you know, there was one time where it was like a $400 iTunes charge and I was like, whoa! And I would have to send it to you and figure it out if someone stole my card or not or if you were just obsessed with all the new hipster albums that came out. You know, <laughs> I, don't know I don't know what's happening. So I just need to So, make na-
0: sure. so now you do, you print everything out And then you, you like, we sit and then you kind of like go line by line with questions. And then you say like, this is how much we spent on food this month. This is how much we spent on going out. This is how much like free money we had left over. And then that kind of puts things into perspective. And then we're better for two weeks. And then we forget about it for another (laughs) two
1: weeks. (laughs) We're we're really terrible. I haven't done it in months because we literally have the same conversation every time. So then I was like, I went from... Let's look backward at how awful we were to, okay, let's go forward and put this much set aside mm-hmm. And then I forgot about it
0: <laughs> well the the big one recently was we were able to you were able to do all the work to figure out how to pay off my school loans,
1: yeah, we just paid off
0: your school. and then I started crying. actually told me you paid off my school loans because I was so happy.
1: so literally the only debt we have now is our house,
0: which is yeah, yeah, exciting, but it's so much money, <laughs> <laughs> right. Next letter, from Protolexis. Dear Sliminity, thank you for putting yourselves out there and doing a Q&A episode. We are all stumbling in the dark, but everyone has small bits of wisdom that are beneficial. Thank you for sharing yours. My question is in regards to parenting. I have two sons, and the thing that keeps me up at night is knowing the monsters they will be as teenagers. In my opinion, boys, most boys, are hellion scumbags at this stage of life, particularly to girls. What steps do you think parents can take to prepare for these years?
1: I am terrified of James as a teenager. How so? I feel like you should be more terrified because you know from firsthand. Like, I, I'm i the oldest of four. Three of us were girls. And we were pretty easy. Like, we were like, I'm going to go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that was like literally all we
0: did. Let's go to the mall. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty much. It was like like, if you watch Stranger Things season Mm -hmm. three that was you max and l that's like what we did you were 11
0: (laughs) my dear sweet 11 come home
1: my brother on the other hand was an issue (laughs) i just remember my parents like stressing out about my brother he like hated school he never wanted to get up and go to school. He never wanted to do his homework. He wanted to just sleep all day, play video games all night. Nice. Yeah, it's like your dream. That's <laughs> like, what I do now. Pretty much, <laughs> but you do work. Um, yeah, so I feel like in general, if you, like the harder you push, the harder they would rebel. Mm-hmm. I think it's just about finding a balance but I'll get there in, God, five years.
0: I think we do okay with James and kind of pulling him aside and telling him why something we didn't like or why it was wrong or why it might hurt someone else. Um, At least I try to make a point when I see him do something that might affect someone else in a negative way, I try to explain to him why and ask him how it would feel like if someone did that to him. And I think I see a little bit of a connection there. So we haven't really seen an issue with him doing something that really irked us or like made us nervous?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm going to say, well, you weren't in the car last night. We went to a birthday party last night and there's this one little kid who he, he's like two years younger than James and he's like the little brother. So he always tags around with his sister who's friends with James. He's rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. He likes, I mean, he will get in James's face He just wants to be close to him like he likes James, but he's does know how to show it He's very rough. He will push he will kick he will Tackle like he will wrestle and we have to keep reminding James that he's younger than him and You know last night in the car. He was like, well, he started it and I was like, well He's also much younger than you are like so if he hits you you don't hit him back you Walk away you tell him please don't hit me like Whereas when I was growing up, my dad would be like, if someone hit you, you hit him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my dad taught me how to punch. But that's probably not the thing you should teach your kids. Um, our society is moving in a different direction now. Um, but also I was thinking about this question the other day, too, because sometimes, like you said, we try and make a point to tell him and explain to him, which I tried to do in the car yesterday. But sometimes he just doesn't want to listen. And he rolled his eyes and he was like, well, he hit me. And I said, so what did you do after he hit you? And he didn't answer me. And I said, what, what did you do? And again, he ignored me. And I was like, okay, you know what? Just don't do it. And I get frustrated. And then sometimes we get to the point where we, our answer is because we said so, but that really should not be an answer. I remember my parents gave me that answer all the time because I said so, because I said so. It's like, well, that doesn't teach you anything. It just, now you just have this issue with authority right. and you have this issue doing what other people tell you to do. And it just makes for terrible things down the line. I should probably see to the counselor, <laughs> 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 but because I said, so should not be an answer.
0: Speaking of which, we should say that James is still asleep right now. That's the only reason we're able to record at this exact moment well, during t- the day.
1: He stays asleep.
0: So at any moment we could be taking a break in the recording and redoing it later.
1: What do you what were you like as a teenager?
0: Class clown.
1: James is definitely a class
0: clown. I mean, all this stuff came up in my solo therapy. <laughs> <laughs> which led to a lot of issues later in life, which we won't go into. Um Yeah, I was a class clown. James is totally class clown. He even asked me recently if I was a class clown in school.
1: So do you think that's something that like you would pull him away from? Seeing as how like I
0: wouldn't I I'm kind of in the mindset of I kind of want him to make those mistakes that get him in trouble. Not like, like shocking trouble, but like I need him to make, learn, learn from, I need need him to go through those things because I was told everything about how like you can't do this and that, but I still did them. And my, all of my learnings have been through ignoring everyone and then actually doing what people told me not to do or knowing what was wrong. And then that's how I learn. So unfortunately, like. He's Unfortunately, going he's going to do that.
1: I could learn from other people's mistakes. I could see what happened to someone else and be like, oh, yeah, don't do that. That's yeah, something. I
0: can't. I don't know. I, I Historically, looking back through uh, many years of counseling, I wasn't able to learn until it happened. So I think he'll do that. But I think he'll learn from them. And I'm fine with that. But I think we obviously will step in when we like need to. Um,
1: yeah. He'll it, be he'll
0: be class clown. He'll have a ton of friends. Um, He's gonna go through like all the stuff that I went through of like, I mean, he's sort of doing it now as a young kid where like the street gang, some days they don't wanna play with him mm. and he'll get like upset. And I went, I totally went through those phases where like, oh, well, why are my friends doing this to me? Like, uh, do they are they not my friend? So like, I just know that I'll have to kind of be there and, cause my parents didn't know that stuff and they weren't really there to like, cause I didn't share any of that stuff. But, but I feel like- But also you
1: were the youngest of four. I'm surprised your parents like- Weren't more like I was like the guinea pig (laughs) with my parents like they didn't know what they were doing and they just kind of figured out and I'm sure when it came to my youngest sister who's 10 years younger than me they knew more expected more and had tested out at least three theories before her Mm. so I would feel the same for you that your parents were able to test out three times.
0: Well they they were able to like give bits of guidance and wisdom. Um but it's not to say that like that solved all my issues or solved any kind of problems I was going through. It was helpful. Um, just like it'll be helpful for James. So we'll have to say.
1: So when it comes to girls, this is like a huge, we're in the right time to set his young mind as in like, Mm -hmm. if a girl doesn't want you to touch her back off, don't touch her. Anyone, if anyone doesn't want you to touch them, you don't touch them. That's like a huge thing. I do try and push into James when he first went to kindergarten, (laughs) the first day of kindergarten he came out and was like mom you have to meet my new friend layla i want to go to her house can i go to layla's house and play with her he had a huge (laughs) crush hard Uh and that's when like it kind of started where i was like dude if she doesn't want you to be on top of her like back up i would have that talk with him every single day it's funny because i ended up meeting layla's mom and dad and they're like pretty pretty solid friends now Uh but I think starting early, just as soon as you like, if you see something, you say something, just, right. like stop it, nip it in the bud, teach them early to not be dbags, bags. And I just, it's still, like you said, it's still gonna come later. They're still gonna test their boundaries and learn things the hard way. But that's I'm also terrified when James gets a phone. Like God, having that conversation, like you do not take pictures of people. Mm-hmm. You do not send pictures of you. You do not ask for pictures. Oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs>
0: He's been asking for a phone because one of his street friends, street gang friends, has a phone, and they're his age. And then, so he's been asking for a phone. He's been looking for things to do to make money to get a phone. (laughs) And then I told him
1: they're washing neighbors' cars. They went and they made sixty dollars in one day. In one day between the three of them, and they ended
0: up losing the money. They lost a
1: (laughs) twenty, and they went to Sunoco and bought like ice cream and junk food. Yeah,
0: and all this stuff is like super close, right? It's on the, we're all on this one street. So no, uh, it's on literally on the, the corner. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, so then I was like, all right, well, yeah, what if we gave you a phone? And it didn't have YouTube on it. And he's like, <laughs> uh, what? Or like, what if, a, all right, yeah, you can have a phone, but you can't have apps on it. Uh, <laughs> wait, what?
1: James sounds a lot like me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very similar. So he's going on a trip to visit my brother and his wife. And.
1: In another state.
0: In another state. He's going with his cousins. So they'll be there a week. So we're thinking about, so I, I said to him offhand, like, oh, you should use my old camera, my old Sony camera to take photos. And then we have this old like phone laying around I'm like, oh, what if we gave him the phone so he can like carry it with him and take photos like really quick. Um, so we haven't really ironed out the details of that yet. Um, so we'll see. That that might that be another test. I'll, but the, the bonus is my brother's house is, does not get really like any internet for streaming. And
1: they're in the middle of They're in nowhere. the middle
0: of nowhere. He's not going to really be able to use the phone to like, you know, go disappear for an hour or whatever. Next letter.
1: I want to point something out. You, <laughs> when you're talking about James, like going to Sunoco, you got really defensive for a second. <laughs> yeah. You like, very defensive. What were you afraid of?
0: Because like he's eight. Why is he just, you know, walking (laughs) to Sunoco with his friends? Like, that's really young. I was so trepidatious about when he first started like going on the street by himself. This is a huge,
1: huge thing for us. When we first moved here, and there was, when we first moved here, there was something like 12 or 13 kids on our street. It was amazing. It's a great neighborhood. And, you know, he made some friends and they would come and knock on the door. And this was new for us, friends knocking on the door and saying, can James come out to play? And we're like, yeah, like, we don't want to keep him in or say no. We also don't want to hover over them Mm -hmm. because these kids have been playing in the street for years. And you would sit on the couch with like your head peeping above the end of the couch, staring out the window, watching him.
0: Because he was still young. I mean, he's young now, but he was even more young then, like six and a half
1: I know, but at that time, like I, I lived in. You're gonna roll your eyes, yeah, like yeah. I walked uphill to school. I used to walk three wins, miles no. to get to school barefoot in the snow in Philadelphia. But I did. I walked to school, and I would walk to my friend's house, who was like two blocks over. I mean, and we didn't have relays or phones or GPS or anything. It just I walked over there, and it wasn't a big deal. I was like riding my bike all over the city when I was like twelve. And like he's eight, and he's allowed to walk to the corner, which isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's just funny that you got defensive about that. Like no one said yeah. anything, and you're like, it's, a, <laughs> "It's right on the corner." Like we know I can where he picture is. My dad is listening and yeah. just going
0: like, "Oh god," so I'm rubbing this <laughs> in the top of his head. Oh god. Oh boy. All right. Next letter. We've got like thirty more to go. Ugh. Just kidding. It's not that many, but it is several. uh Dave. As parents of a boy who is a single child like yourselves, care to share some best practices on how to deal with child being the center of the universe by not allowing them to really believe they are the center of the universe, thus becoming overly entitled and or spoiled. Yours truly, Dave G.
1: But James was watching this video. He he found this like science channel, which I'm totally okay with. And they're talking about like the universe and the sun and all the planets and all this stuff. And it was like, they said that like, He didn't understand it, but based on your perspective, like you are the center of the universe. Mm. And he, for like a week straight, just could tell me, he's like, I'm the center of the universe. And I was like, no, no, you're definitely not. (laughs) He's like, but the video said so. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, but no, you don't understand perspective. Like, sure, from where you are, everything is around you, but the world does not (laughs) revolve around you. So he doesn't really understand that he's like
0: incredibly he, spoiled, and I think this is a parenting thing in general. Like, uh, like you said, well,
1: right, let's everyone go says, barefoot. yeah.
0: But like, we've been to Disney almost every two years. That is crazy.
1: It is. I never. I didn't go to Disney until I was twenty two, and obviously, I went on my own. My parents didn't yeah. take
0: me. I went once to Disneyland, and that was for like someone's wedding. Yeah, in you California. just happened to be so over we there. Went there. It was on my birthday. I remember that specifically. <laughs> Um, so like at various points of the Disney trip that we just came back from, I tried to like remind him periodically of like, just, you know, just remember James, like a lot of kids can't go to Disney as many times as we have or ever. And I just want you to keep that into perspective about how grateful or how grateful we all are that we can afford to go to Disney as many times as we have, even though it was 105 degrees. (laughs) (laughs) What
1: was the other thing he was complaining about in the car? He was saying something about how, basically, like, how terrible his life was.
0: He's got a terrible life.
1: <laughs> we were on our way to Target. And I think he was just, like, really down. I think he was still on the phone subject. And literally, that morning, you had just bought him. He doesn't know it yet. You oh, bought him I, an old Pixel, for, specifically for his trip, so that he can take pictures. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, because I tried to get our Nexus working, and it ugh, couldn't after several that, hours get it That's a to tech work. smoke. That's <laughs> a tech smoke episode. But, yeah, he doesn't even know that he, I'm putting a phone together for him for this trip. And so that's another conversation we still have to have about how we're going to tell him it's not a permanent phone. This is like a vacation phone or this is your camera. Um, so, so maybe he
1: know. has to earn his keep. Maybe if he wants to keep it, he truly has to earn it.
0: Oh my God. He's going to ass in his pants. But, if, but if, he ha- if
1: he physically has the thing already, I feel like he's more inclined to keep it mm-hmm. rather than... To have it like dangling in the air above his fingers, where he can't reach it, and he's just like he'll because he'll be like, "Oh, I'm never gonna get it. It's never gonna happen. I'm not even gonna try. I'm not even gonna bother."
0: Right. And here's another me backtracking because <laughs> we said we bought him a Pixel. It's Pixel One. Costs like ninety dollars. <laughs> so, so defensive again. <laughs> just people like, "Oh, you guys are buying him a Pixel <laughs> Pixel phone. You know how much those things cost?" Oh my gosh. Uh, next letter. Wait. Oh, did sorry. You, did you
1: shed any light on this?
0: Um, what was? Uh, yeah, I did shed a light on this. But have, have Disney not allowing them really feel he's the center of the universe.
1: <laughs> so we just told him that you're lucky and that's it.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I think we need to like take him to like a vo- to like volunteer. I've,
0: yeah, I've said that a few times, but I've been lazy and I haven't really followed also, up we, on we it. Also, we
1: didn't really feel he was old enough.
0: True.
1: Uh, like, you know, it's kind of hard. Maybe it's kind of hard to understand from a younger perspective, but. I think that's something that I do want to do in the future is take him to volunteer mm-hmm. to truly needy people because he does need to see for himself right. what things could really be like.
0: Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Let's
0: do it right now. Stop All right. recording. See
1: you later, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. That's on our list to do. Can I say next letter now? Yeah. You next letter. <laughs> Amanda, you and your co-host do such a great job. And I just wanted to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now some questions for you both. Amanda, name your five favorite Tom Cruise movies. Two, co-host slash intern. Same question. Three, Amanda, have you ever considered starting a comics podcast? One final request for the show, more Jonesy Loves Beer.
1: I don't even think I can name, I can name.
0: That comes from Caleb.
1: Three movies.
0: What are your three Tom Cruise movies you can name? Top three.
1: Um, Vanilla Sky. Mm. <laughs> Only because of you. Uh Top Gun. hmm And Cocktail.
0: Have you ever sat and watched a Cocktail? Yes. I In its entirety?
1: It. Yeah, I watched it with you when what you did, did it you, for your What did you think? That's probably my favorite one. It's hilarious. Mm. I think The Simpsons kinda did a parody of it. God bless. With them. the flaming mo.
0: My top five Tom Cruise movies. Uh no particular order. I don't want to call out any favorites.
1: I mean, we can all vanilla sky. My favorite.
0: <laughs> last Samurai, Collateral, Minority Report.
1: Yeah, Last Samurai was a white dude. Come off it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember the Chappelle bit? I can't even say it. it's got the <laughs> bad word in it. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout. Those are my top five. Honorable mention: Mission Impossible Three, Jack Reacher. Oh my god. Um. Yeah.
1: Terrible.
0: Next question. Terrible. Have you ever considered starting a comics podcast?
1: Yeah, it was supposed to be a thing. Um, I addressed this oh, in yeah, the previous
0: Faves Pod episode. I yeah,
1: think. but uh, it didn't work out. My co host, my friend who was supposed to be my co host, was not going to make a great co host. Mm. And uh, it didn't pan out.
0: Thanks for the letter, Caleb.
1: Jones, you love beer.
0: A lot of requests for uh, Papa JLB, as they call him on the street.
1: That's Help what needed.
0: I call him. <laughs> To my old pal Slim and hero Amanda comes from Dirk. Feel good. Oh, when I, I
1: think I heard movement upstairs.
0: When I heard you'd be doing a parenting podcast, my heart soared. I felt like Matt Damon in Goodwill Hunting. Finally, my equation would be solved. I am a married man of many years. I have an intelligent, creative, inspiring daughter who is almost five. My love for her is unconditional. She makes every element of my life better, apart from sleep. I can literally count on one hand the number of days in the last five years she has slept in her own bed. She sleeps in the parental bed every single night. Every single night. (laughs) He didn't write that. That's our reaction. Is
1: that why she doesn't have any siblings?
0: (laughs) I know we are in many ways responsible for this. (laughs)
1: did you just get it how to make a baby (laughs)
0: no i'm just thinking like i am in in many ways responsible for this maybe like all always (laughs) (laughs) not just many i could list the amount of dubious decisions we have made to reach this point but that would be pointless we're here and we need help i enclose a photograph of a typical scene for my wife and i upon entering our bed not only is there little room for ourselves there is even less room for us to be in close contact Our beautiful daughter is horizontal across the bedded area, like one of those long Tetris blocks that you accidentally (laughs) land horizontally. I love my daughter more than anything, but I need sleep. How, dear Oracle, can we facilitate this? What advice would you give to help us encourage our daughter to sleep on her own? Dirk, feel good.
1: This picture is hilarious. (laughs) She is literally sideways, and she does not care. No. We've had some sleep issues. Mm. Not in her bed, though. That was something I never allowed to happen. James was, I mean, maybe... Maybe once when he was sick, but even so, I would go out on the couch with him and turn the TV on, and we would fall asleep together on the couch. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't—I just I'm not comfortable with him in our bed. I don't know—not a thing I can get behind.
0: He does stay in our room though, like on the floor. Yes, if
1: he sleeps in our room, he can—he's more than welcome to stay on the
0: floor. Because sometimes we watch horror movies. (laughs) Sometimes,
1: (laughs) sometimes I want to sleep in
0: your room. (laughs) And then he'll like bring in this giant dinosaur that's taller than him and he'll lay on the floor on my side with his pillow and just like fetal position, block the door when I need to go to the bathroom. So right. I have to like pull the door out and it's like waking him up. He's like, Stop it. <laughs> and then you like look up, you're like, What's going on? And then Minotaur wakes up and he starts like looking around and it becomes a whole scene.
1: It's <laughs> terrible. Um, yeah. So we had issues when he was a toddler. Mm. We had issues when we moved to the new house. He didn't like.
0: Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. He's up. I hear walking around. Here he is. This might, this might end the first recording session of this episode. <laughs> I hear angry stomping.
1: It's like an elephant coming down the
0: steps. He's he's at this point. He's woken up. He's looked around. He sees no one.
1: No one's in the room with him. He's alone. Not even Minnow was up there with he him.
0: He opens the door. It's sunny out. He knows it's <laughs> now later in the day. He's missed uh, some periods of time to do nothing on his tablet.
1: <laughs> um, when he was a toddler, I know we spoke about this like a super long time ago, but he was like afraid to go to bed because our upstairs. We lived in an apartment, and our upstairs neighbors were so loud, stomping and stomping and stomping, and their kids didn't go to bed until like midnight. They had like four kids above us, running around like lunatics, and her her kids just did not sleep. And we would have to like be in his room while he fell asleep. And so we would remember we put a chair like next to his crib. And Mm -hmm. then we like we would slowly move it out of the room every night. We would just move the chair further and further away from his crib towards the door until eventually we were sitting on the chair outside of the door. And then eventually like he couldn't see us anymore. So we didn't have to sit there anymore. And we or I would tell him like I'll be back to check on you in five minutes. Yeah. And I would literally go back in two minutes check, like maybe one minute, check on him. He'd be like, okay, and then, you know, that would like put trust in him that I, was I still really can't back.
0: believe that that scheme worked. It totally worked. We, we read about that online, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, we did. That, yeah, so if you have a toddler, that's totally good advice. And then, you know, eventually they will, you know, you ch- oh, I'll check back in two minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Come back, you know, oh, you're still good, okay. I'm gonna check back in five minutes. And eventually they fall asleep waiting for you to come back and check on them. <laughs> And then you have some time to yourself.
0: I guess it would depend on what the reason why she does sleep in there. Like What would she would say if she if you guys said like, let's sleep in your room tonight. I'll sit in the chair for a little bit with you. Yeah. And then. You well, sh-
1: I would suggest to making her bed super cool. We got James this sleep tent. Mm. Um, it like covers part of the bed. They have ones that cover the entire bed. And he says that this keeps like him hidden from monsters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, those are really cool. Um, he also has, he did have a nightlight um and then he has his uh aroma diffuser thing oil diffuser that also has a light on it and then he's got these little minecraft blocks that light up if you touch them so like he has all kinds of different lights at his disposal um hanging like christmas lights could be really cool too just like make her room super cool her bed super cool
0: yeah, we and, got him We got him one of those hue lights that can go different colors to yeah. the ceiling, so sometimes purple.
1: Yeah, he likes the different color lights. And then his light, he does keep his lights on until we have them set on a timer and they turn off when he's asleep. Because, like, literally he wants his light on all night long, which is not good for them. But, yeah, start maybe have everyone or just mom and her sleep in her bed, mm. you know, for the night. And then... We also have a trundle bed, so maybe have, maybe not sleep in her bed, because then she would feel you get up, yeah. right? Maybe on the floor.
0: Yeah, every so often I sleep in the bottom one.
1: Yeah. And that way you can kind of sneak out after. It's but. not
0: to say that it's all roses for James, because now we gave him music to listen to when he first started falling asleep by himself, so now he pretty much can't go to bed without listening to music.
1: Yeah, unless he's like so worn out yeah but yeah we gave music to cover up the sounds of the monsters upstairs in the apartment above us so now he has music all the time mm-hmm. unless he's in our room that's one of the caveats if he sleeps on our floor like no music i'm not yeah. listening to music but if he has sleepovers he doesn't use it because he's usually so tired from running mm-hmm. around and stuff so if he gets really worn out him. he doesn't need it but if we put him to bed and he's like not quite asleep yet he needs to have music um but yeah, I would probably, if this were an issue with James, I would probably try sleeping in his room with him um, and like super celebrating the next morning. Yeah. Like super all out celebrating. Um, yeah. What would we do? I don't know.
0: Get him a Danish.
1: <laughs> that is.
0: He loves Danishes.
1: Very doesn't, celebratory. Doesn't like donuts.
0: <laughs> James, Maybe guess like blow what? up we some balloons in the
1: hallway. She has to like walk through a trail of balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, like a ticker tape parade. Yeah. My cool. gosh. Like massive. Get her pumped that she like, sleeps in her own room.
0: Mm-hmm. Some pretty good advice. Final letter. Uh Troy.
1: Dirk, I want you to I want to like hear your updates on this.
0: Yeah, we need to be kept in
1: I'm warp. like, I'm very interested to find <laughs> out if, if that works.
0: Parenting subject line. How do I do this? what is the modern equivalent to going out for a pack of smokes in all seriousness, love the show and love hearing about other people's parenting techniques. That being said, I have a new bundle of joy cram stuffing his way into our lives. Come August 5th. So in appearance, the PK 19 trip is unlikely, but I know that I'll be at home stressed out thinking of fireside chats. Yeah. He and his wife do a podcast called charm type. You can find a link to that in the show notes. So it sounds like he won't be able to make. A, we're having a big paper keg trip to the lake house.
1: Yearly boys trip.
0: Yearly, there's going to be 20 people there this year. I always heard stories about people having these big vacations with all their friends. Very grateful that I know 20 people that I could spend the uh, three days with. Man is not even commenting on it. She's <laughs> looking down.
1: I. Uh, it sounds like a nightmare to me. 20 dudes at a lake
0: yeah but you don't like growing like, it out your preference in hanging out no we're not giving T Max any parenting advice here but <laughs> your ideal trip with friends is like reading a book and periodically seeing them
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be like going off, the off the by myself yeah <laughs> not seeing anyone eating dinner like a, with them yeah hey guys let's go just do dinner tonight I'll see you in like five hours <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we did that once the Poconos it was nice
0: yeah I remember that when's your next one
1: the <laughs> I don't know. My friends moved. Mo's gone.
0: I mean, we're trying to. We're, we are sort of answering the question: of How do you parent? Focus on yourself uh, almost f- <laughs> you first cannot, and foremost.
1: You cannot pour from an empty glass.
0: Oh my! What <laughs> <laughs> is that? In one of the books you're reading, or you something?
1: need to fill your own glass.
0: Fill your own glass.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Make sure your, bat- your body battery is full. <laughs> 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 we were joking earlier. There's been a slight delay in getting this episode out. Um, because <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know that Amanda is not entirely enthused to podcast with me. So we had some scheduling. I had some scheduling snafus this season. I also had kind of like a desire snafu this season where I wasn't really motivated this this year. So I think I'm gonna take a longer break in between this season. Um, so we had to do our episode kind of sooner than planned, even though I originally wanted to record it like a while ago. And so we had to record it like we had a Saturday night free. And then I was like, do you think we can record tonight? Um, This is after kind of knowing we were going to record it. And you're like, um. <laughs> and I was like, you don't have to record it. And you're like, no, fine. Let's do it. We got it. You got to get it done. <laughs> let's get it done tonight. I'm like, I don't know if I want to record it now. And then just because I knew that Amanda, like, so Garmin has this body battery feature where it tracks your sleep and activities and gives you like on a scale of 100 what your body battery is. So I was telling a mm-hmm. man, I was like, I, you know, the body battery we're talking about your podcast body battery is at like 20. I need it to be <laughs> at like 50. That's when I know that you're able to record. So and that's like the
1: highest it goes. Yeah. Podcasting. The highest is 50. I would say 50. Yeah.
0: Um. So we put, I told her that I was like, just I'll check in periodically with you. <laughs> see what your body battery is at. So and asking then me record. every
1: day if I want a podcast is obviously making my battery go up. It's He's obviously going, charging.
0: It. it goes down like five, <laughs> five digits every time I ask. So there was a few days I didn't ask. And I think it was Monday. I asked you, I was like, I know I'm just going to ask. Like, this isn't <laughs> meaning I want to record it tonight. But like, how are you feeling right now? And that took it down a few ticks. So then I didn't ask for several more days. And that's when I said, that's when I tweeted out like no episode today. There'll be a little bit. Uh so that's the backstory on that. That's 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 how the cookie crumbles. That's the mystery <laughs> sauce right there. So this morning I felt like the body battery was high enough.
1: Yeah. Well, we are pumped for the beach, but it's not happening.
0: Oh yeah, so my original point was one of the main one of the pieces of feedback I gave and Jose tweeted uh works at uh Amazon as well. He tweeted that I sent him a letter many years ago when he was having his first child. I and still I, want to read this letter. And I don't have it anymore. And I gave him bits of advice. The gist of it is, and you'll come full circle around this And the course of your relationship, it was uh, something that I read that I think that you shared with me was to always keep a focus on each other first. Uh, and that's not to say, like, don't feed your child. You have to go take care of your marriage first. But like. Please the,
1: don't have CPS called on you. In the
0: back of your mind. <laughs> Focus on your partner first. And that could be little things like when you come home from work, always, you know, try to remember to greet your partner before your child, like focusing on each other's priorities. That's something
1: you do every time, every time you come in, whether it's from the store, whether it's from the gym, whether it's from work, whether you're away for a week, you always come home and you will, you will walk past James and you will give me a kiss first until James is jumping on you. Daddy.
0: (laughs) I just remember that piece of feedback being um, so key, in like trying to remember that, like if you don't have a strong foundation between each other, then you know you're not going to have a foundation for quality parenting.
1: Because your child is going to leave. So in the in the beginning, it's you and your partner. You go through this thing, you raise a child, they leave, and in the end, it's you and your partner. Mm. And so if you've spent all that time focusing on your children instead of your marriage, then like what's left in the end, like, gosh, how depressing is that? That is pretty depressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And also in doing that, you're setting an example for your children on what a healthy marriage should look like and what a good relationship or partnership should look like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And really the best thing for kids is, to lead by example, and I, I mean this is totally words that I don't, I don't follow all the time. Like, no, James, don't eat those cookies. Meanwhile, I've housed half of the package.
0: <laughs> Ever last night, we were at a birthday party. You were talking about pizza for like ninety <laughs> minutes. I was getting Texts while I was driving. You think we should order pizza on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, I get it. I'm like hardcore. You're not saying this week. So what do you want for me? I just want some damn cookies and pizza. <laughs> but yeah there's the there's your depressing news in the end it's just it's just you too
0: (laughs) (laughs) that could be depressing or positive depending on how you look at it
1: no and that that's the thing i want it to be positive like i i people post like articles all the time on facebook about being so sad watching their kids grow up and i'm like i'm not sad like i don't miss any of the stages like i lived it i enjoyed it I've moved on and I am seeing James grow and I'm excited for him to go out and be a person on his own, do his own thing, have his own adventures, make his own friends. And then for you and I to go and do our thing after.
0: Mm -hmm. Have our own adventures.
1: Yeah. I mean, our adventures are, I don't want to say on pause now. We're just having different adventures, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, which takes getting used to. And yeah, Troy, I don't know if this is your first kid or not, but like, your life is about to change. Big time. It's such a general statement too, but like it just is. But yeah, focus on the two of you. But yeah, like feed your kid and stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Make time for God. yourselves.
1: As, as we said, what well, we have a date night every like once every
0: two. Mm-hmm. All right, for,
1: oh, but yeah, you know what? Make sure you learn your love languages too.
0: Love language. yeah, That's a big key. Huge. We did have uh, one more question came from a dm comes from andy question on the parenting episode how did you two handle nights out when it was only for one of the parents meaning if slim was invited to do something with his friends and it was clearly something the whole family couldn't join in on how did you guys address the one parenting stay home with the child while the other parent went out and had fun quote fun
1: i remember some resentful times in my life (laughs)
0: because i was going out
1: yeah i even resented when you were in the beginning after he was first born you like I had my maternity leave, but you didn't have parental leave. So you took like a week vacation mm-hmm. and one week was not enough at all. And I didn't know it at the time, but I had bad, bad postpartum depression. Um At first, you know, they say like baby blues or whatever. And I was like, all right, I'll get through this. But it, it went, it tur- took a bad turn. And I was resentful of you going to work, <laughs> like getting up, leaving the house, showering, Going, you know, going to get lunch from wherever, talking to your people, having adult conversations, getting in your car, listening to music to drive home, like everything. Oh my gosh. I was like, I hated you <laughs> that you got to do that.
0: I think it's yeah. another taboo topic like postpartum depression isn't Ugh. something yeah. people openly discuss.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess like, I don't even remember how I got through that. I kind of I feel like i blocked out some of that time before i did start medication i started uh i finally when he was six months old i had to talk with your sister because you it, it was bad and you like you knew that your sister had postpartum so you asked her to reach out to me and she did and we had like a long conversation and it was such a relief to have that conversation with someone and i finally saw my doctor and got on medication and then like i don't know life went on it was back to normal but I do remember times at our first apartment after we moved out of the house where you went out was, I think it was like the first time maybe like that you had gone out with friends and I had to stay home and put James to bed. And I was like, I don't know. I remember not being happy about it, Mm. but I can't remember when eventually like it was okay. I, maybe it was when I started doing it myself too. Cause I think like you would go out a few times and I would never plan anything. And so I guess it's like now when you plan something, I'm like, oh, great, I get to plan something too. Like, I, (laughs) like, you know, if you had, I think it was this, maybe the second time you had your PK weekend getaway, Mm -hmm. uh, I grabbed two friends and we went to um, Savannah. We went to Georgia. Yeah. And the following one, we went to Miami. So, like, we, again, you cannot pour from an empty glass. (laughs) You have to fill your own.
0: I think it's different now where you're now like, We're actively saying, oh, well, if you're going somewhere, I'm I'm scheduling something. I don't give a crap. Like, you get to have a week with your friends. I'm going to have a week and a half with my friends.
1: And like, I'll say it like that, but you're like, good. And you know, it's funny too, because now like, (laughs) maybe this is just something that's changed in me too, is that I more value time by myself. So like, if you, let's say you and the boys are going to go out like, oh, we're going out for wings tonight.
0: Me and the boys going yeah. get some wings tonight. <laughs> going
1: to get some wings. <laughs> I'm <laughs> fried like fried <laughs>
0: pickles.
1: <laughs> um, you guys have weird schedules, so you would literally do it on like a Wednesday night or like a Thursday mm-hmm. night. So then I would like sweet, like I'm going to put James to bed, and I'm going to have like two hours by myself in a quiet house. Like, I don't know, that's something I look forward to now. <laughs> is just having you not here.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I, I make like. James and I went to go see Spider-Man. I thought it was going to be like a family movie day, but then, you, you know, you're comfortable in saying, what do you think about me not going? <laughs> and those are fine. Like James and I'll go do something for a few hours and like hockey and ice skating was something that allowed a lot of free time too. Yeah. um, for you to do just whatever the heck you wanted instead of just sitting, watching us ice skate for two hours.
1: Yeah. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> But feel free to speak up and say that that that's not fun. Don't feel guilty.
0: Yeah. And I remember like
1: mom guilt is such a real thing.
0: I remember suggesting like, you know, maybe James and I spend the day together or like more often than I used to like just James and I go do something for like an entire day. Like I'll take, I used to take him into the city for like a day trip. Yeah. And so that's like half the day that's wide open. Yeah. So those are helpful. Free days is just...
1: I was going to ask, how do you feel like you have any free time?
0: 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. (laughs) Apex Legends with the boys.
1: (laughs) You love it, though. I do. We really messed you up, though, when summer came and he didn't have school anymore. So
0: Apex Apex is like my de-stressor with my friends. And then summer... So like our schedule was Amanda goes up to bed to read. James goes to sleep. I go downstairs, play video games. And then summer rolls around We had just spent a week. So here's the situation. We go to Disney for a week. We come back. It's like nine o'clock. We're we're firing up a movie. In the back back of my head, I'm like, "Mm, what time is this movie going to end? Am I going to be online around 10, 11, 1030? So the movie's like on. I'm thinking to myself, you know, 10 o'clock. I think it might be time for me to start playing egg packs with my friends here. And so we started the movie. I went to go leave in the back of my head, like, well, there's nothing wrong with this. I just spent a week full on with this family. (laughs) This family. (laughs) (laughs) I can leave. Uh, So I thought like, you know, it's fine if I go exit to go play video games. And man, I got the I got some passive aggressive comments the next morning. You left your family in the middle of a movie. Eleven o'clock at night. What were you thinking? Something along those lines.
1: <laughs> I was totally messing with you. <laughs> yeah, it was but they were like weird. it was weird for all of us because yeah, the
0: schedule's off. It
1: was it was just very strange because normally like <laughs> I'm in bed by eight. I read every night. I'll spend like a good hour hour and a half reading before I fall asleep. And just we weren't doing that anymore because James didn't have to be up by a certain time. James is like wide awake, and I was wide awake. I was like working on a crochet project and just like he disappeared and it was just weird because I didn't realize that like that's your time even though like we're still here hello mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you doing like are you supposed to wait for us to go to sleep before you do this <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then that kind of repeated itself like the next few nights where I didn't know what the hell to do when 10 o'clock rolled around and <laughs> like, everyone was still awake 11 o'clock rolled around <laughs> freaked me out
1: it was weird It was weird.
0: Schedule was all off.
1: Yeah. You called it the summer romantic. Cause then I was like sleeping until (laughs) 10 in the morning. Yeah. Which is, I also like just stopped nannying again. So like, I didn't have to be up at like, you know, seven o'clock. I didn't have to get James ready, you know, clean the living room, pick up his Legos to make sure she's not eating them Mm -hmm. and getting the kitchen clean. So she has somewhere to eat. Like I didn't have to do any of that. All I had to do is wake up and that was it. And I took advantage of that mm-hmm. for a couple days.
0: Sleeping it in. That's Sleeping great. the day away, as That's we great. say. We did it. We made it. Q and A episode in the books.
1: Jose wrote something.
0: Uh he yeah, he wrote a I kind of offhandedly mentioned okay. uh the letter that I wrote him when uh, Linda was pregnant. But who knows where that email is it's lost to the ages. Sands Gone of forever. time. Do we want to talk about Disney at all? Are you in the mood to talk about Disney?
1: We can talk about it.
0: You've lost the magic. <laughs> that is the story. Two days in, Amanda was, two days in of our six-day trip, Amanda was over it.
1: I was over it. And at that point, we'd only done one Disney day because we had, our first day was Disney and then the next two days were Universal. Mm-hmm. And I was just done. I don't
0: know. done Magic is gone. Tot. hot.
1: Maybe, and also, I was just in Universal without you guys. That was mm. one of my trips.
0: <laughs> Great. <laughs> I think we kind of had the same vibe last trip. We were going to take time off, but I think now it's more real that the next family vacation we have would be a lazy vacation.
1: There's just so many places to go
0: in Disney, or you mean in life? No,
1: anywhere in the world.
0: We'll find one.
1: I know, but it's just like we've gone to Disney three times now.
0: Yeah, let's do something new.
1: Yeah, that's let's go gonna, to a beach. I was trying to say that like before, but you and James were like, like I just saw like literal, literal hearts in your eyes with little Mickey ears in the center, like your little emoji faces. We
0: should have communicated better there.
1: I did, but I didn't want to crush your dreams, so.
0: We needed to get to that point. I try, try to fake it, it till it. you make it. You gotta try to share it with me.
1: That's a good tip for anyone too. just try and fake uh, it till you make it. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure that's helpful. <laughs>
1: uh, it's worked for me on several times. I mean, it's not always, it's not foolproof.
0: I remember but. that exact quote coming up several times, fake it till you make it. And
1: uh, mm. What? Give me, give me one example.
0: I was in therapy. (laughs) Fake it till you make it. Listen, I'll put my vote as the not do that. How
1: about, how about fake it until you learn how to cope, and then in the end you make it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's your tip. If you take one thing from us, fake it till you make it, or until you cope.
1: Fake it until you learn how to cope, and then you're eventually making it.
0: Okay. Season finale. Take a long break
1: long reach i need to
0: recharge my podcast creativity bat- battery How many batteries
1: do you have I've
0: got too many batteries in, in play. body battery podcast battery, podcast battery. creativity battery battery work battery, work
1: battery.
0: <laughs> <laughs> apex legends battery is
1: fully charged always all the time fully
0: charged that one
1: is charging your other batteries it's like
0: oh yes god i can't wait to i might get <laughs> it's a, like an
1: electric car I might squeak um, a few games apex in legends is you breaking and you break, <laughs> you make that friction that spreads to and charges your other batteries.
0: Nerd. <laughs> my wife. Thanks to my beautiful wife for coming back on the show and making time to go through all my bull crap. I do want to call out a brand new sponsor for the show, outside of half double design dot com, not your grenades crochet. And that is the best comic book shop in town. The Comic Book Shop in Delaware. Longtime listeners might remember the cheese episode with Sarah Titus recorded in her comic shop. And if you're looking to buy comics or toys or hang out with like minded readers, that's your spot, thecomicbookshop.com. That's it for this season. If you dug it, share this episode uh, or write a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell your friends. As mentioned in this episode, I'm going to take a longer break this time around, but thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.